Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, welcome. It is Thursday, May 27th, the day after the big Vaximilian drawing. Uh, I'm here with Brandon. It's the Ohioan Podcast. How you doing, Brandon? Doing good, Chris. Very good. Um, please forgive me. I saw Brandon before the show. Uh, my daughter should be in bed right now. She decided to wake up early and to give my wife some sleep. She is sitting on the couch. If you hear a, a beat of music or if you hear yelling in the background, that's her. But right now she's staying pretty quiet. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how she does. So, hey, uh, but let's start out with, I mean, we've talked about this for the last couple of weeks. So we got to address this at the beginning. Uh, we had our big Vaximilian drawing. Um, and Brandon, I'm surprised you and I did not win. And I, it was nobody that we knew personally. Um, did that surprise you? I, I know. I just had the feeling that somehow I was going to know in some way whoever won this. So it's kind of surprised the person who won. I didn't know it all. Yeah, you know, uh, I joked that they had a, that they actually went through and tried to find the most unique name possible. Yeah, <laughs> I almost did journalist a favor last night. Uh, just like, hey, let's find someone who's easily searchable. Um, you know, yeah, let's let's because they certainly accomplished that with the with the winner uh, with the million dollar prize. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. I mean, I was off work last night, but hey, I I know I was excited about Maximilian, and you know, I. I Honestly, didn't think I was going to win, but you know, it was kind of like one of those moments you had to catch. So, uh, did you see it live, Brandon? Yeah, I did watch it live. Um, yeah, pretty quick and straight to the point. Yeah, I actually turned on um, it's TV six down here that airs it. I actually turned on a couple minutes early. I was afraid I was going to miss it, but it was, it was only a minute. Yeah, it, it was an interesting night last night. I mean, I was off work, but. You know, once I found that I didn't win and we saw who won, um, congratulations to, um, it was listed as Abigail Baginski, um, but she actually goes by Abby, and you're right, very unique name, uh, wasn't too hard to find her on social media, but she had a unique name, and it was crazy, I mean, honestly, uh, we have a chat with some of the people I work with at Gannett, Ohio. We quickly, man, Brandon, it was probably in 10 minutes, was able to locate her information. And, again, we weren't doing anything illegal. Uh, we just found her Facebook. We found her LinkedIn. And we found her Twitter. And, honestly, you quickly were able to tell her life story. I mean, uh, she grew up in the Shaker Heights area. She went to college at Michigan State. Um, she interned at GE. And I think now she has her first job. It's either an internship or a job at GE. 
and Silverton is down in the Cincinnati area. So it, it's amazing how much you can find out about people pretty quick. And, and probably good advice where you might want to check your security settings on your social media if you don't want to be found. And again, I, Abby had a strange journey because not you know it's not every night that you win the um, million dollar um, you know lottery that the media is laughter. But it was an interesting night and. You know, um, I tried reaching out to Abby, and uh, Abby, if you're listening in, congratulations. You know, I'm, I, I'm hopefully, you know, you were able to manage your winnings well, and uh, hopefully people can leave you alone. I mean, I, I think, honestly, a lot of people will be interested in her uh, based, you know, it, it's an interesting story. I mean, she's a young person. She's not a millionaire. Um, and it just... I hope people would leave her alone after the first couple of days of, you know, the media looking for her and everything else. Um, you, you know, as we talked about in the past, after taxes, it's $650,000, which, man, it's still a lot of money. Yeah, but, you, you know, just, you know, leave Abby alone. Uh, make sure she's able to live her life and, you know, don't, you know, go after her too much. You know what I mean? Well, you know, it's this is kind of the... the, the um... Oh, the catch twenty two. I don't know. It's it's that catch twenty twenty two. Anyways, it's it's kind of like um the the bit of the man we want to win, but at this time this is one of the most public. Oh, most one of the most um uh, uh, public lotteries ever. I mean, they where it's like yeah, your will your name will be dropped uh in amongst the public and um um and so. Yeah, you know, my wife the other day was basically saying, "Man, we should just do regular lottery, <laughs> and we could try yeah. to at least, you know, may have like an ability to maintain our uh, uh, our privacy or anonymity, um, just just because." But um, you know, I, I got it. I get it. You know, this is kind of a weirdest way of we are we're using taxpayer dollars, and so at least we got to know who's getting this, this lump sum, you know, and. Uh, I don't know. It's transparency, transparency sake, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was, I'm looking at, I'm looking at, uh, at my, my social online presence, Chris, and I'm like, man, I'm all, they'll, they'll, they'll easily find me. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. My phone, I'll have to change numbers. I, I might have to go and re-upload a, a resume without a phone number. <laughs> um, change my pro, my, uh, my pr uh, profile display names and, uh, um, except Twitter, maybe Twitter, if I could channel it all to Twitter, that's fine. Maybe I'll, there, I'll put out a statement there after I give my initial comments to the Ohio and Chris, when I, when I win this in the next four iterations. <laughs> well, and just think about this too, not just for the fact of, Hey, you could be found easy, but also just think of, you know, and this has happened with some baseball players in the past. Um, you know, people go for your tweets. So if you if you had a tweet that was anywhere confusing or anywhere upset about anybody, man, you, you might get canceled or something. If you know, but if you did a tweet in jest or if you were mad one night and did a tweet or whatever else the case might be, so you got to be careful about that. Um, you know, I was, we were trying to find more information about Abby, and honestly, as of the moment, nothing's been popped and. You know, we were just trying to find her just so we get her reaction. We're not doing a big X-Men of her life. But I, I was looking for tweets, and there's nothing 
objectionable, but uh, somebody on Twitter was like, yeah, her tweets aren't pro-Republican, you know, which I thought was interesting. Um, so, I don't know. You know, congratulations to her. I mean, it's a good thing. Um, I would imagine, I think there's a Mike DeWine press conference today. I would guess that you might hear from Abby. Maybe it should be a guest, you know, on, on the Zoom on his press conference. So, hey, another reason to watch the Mike DeWine press conference. Uh, sorry, Chris, cut off on that. What, what about the press conference? Um, no, I was going to say, I, I'm. it sounds like we're having a press conference today from Mike DeWine. I would guess that you might hear Abby on the press conference. So you never know. You never know. Yeah. Um, I, I, I joked that um, I was telling my wife the other day, like, you know, really and truthfully, this is like a lottery of the high, the state of Ohio paying someone to be the, the poster child of the vaccine campaign. You know, it's like, really, you're not winning. You're not winning a million dollars. You are being dr- drafted. <laughs> yes. Uh, pay, compensated for your time to be, to be the face of, of hey i got vaccinated you should too um i don't know how much is expected of the winner to uh be be part of that campaign but that's how it feels like to some degree <laughs> well we got four more um you know drawings coming up so hey if you're into this it's another good reason to get vaccinated and you know, get vaccinated because it's healthy. Get vaccinated so we can get out of this quicker. Uh, not just hopefully to win a million bucks, but you know, a couple of the thoughts I had last night that kind of struck me. Uh, you know, I got excited. I, I was watching um, on Twitter. One of the Cincinnati news anchors was interviewing a lottery person, and he was trying to get the final details. And you know, you know he's like, "Hey, does." Does the person who won know they won? And a lot of directors like, no, we're going. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be. They'll be surprised along with anybody else. And I got to admit, I was excited about the idea, saying, "Wow, nobody knows. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's a loved one. Maybe it's a friend. Who, whoever it might be." But I got to tell you, Brandon. After last night, I want them to change it. I want them to call the winner an hour before the show. To say, look, we want to give you a heads up. Congratulations, you won. Do us a favor. Don't be, I mean, if you want to tell your family, great. But, you know, keep it quiet for an hour. We just want to give you some time to get ready. Because I don't know. I mean, one of the things I'll be interested in whenever or if we hear from Abby would be, how did she find out? I mean, was she working? I mean, she's an intern. Maybe she worked a night shift. Um, Was she on her couch? Excited to see that you won. Because, man, Brandon, if you think about this, not everybody's news hounds. Not everybody, you know, is off at nights where they could just turn on the TV and say, hey, I wonder who won. Man, what if you're away? What if you're on vacation? What if you what if you said, man, enough of TV tonight. I'm turning it off. Um, what if you are not on social media? Um, you know, your, your phone's going to start blowing up and everything. And from a privacy standpoint, wouldn't it be nice to have that hour to say, hey, you might want to make sure some stuff is private if you want to be private or whatever. I mean, I, I'm not sure if I like the idea of surprise, you won, and then two minutes later, your phone goes crazy and your mentions on Twitter goes crazy. Yeah, I mean, I yes, last night I was like, because my wife told me, like, the people, at least who we suspected was um abby's facebook profile it was getting bombed uh with comments on like because she had her i think her privacy settings were pretty decent for her 
Um, but, um, um, but you know, I think, um, uh, even there, Facebook still has sort of like, um, um, some allow some posts to be, to be public, uh, yeah. your, your profile picture, your, um, cover photo, um, some maybe in it, if you're not careful, some other details that you might take for granted might not be, um, um, might be might be overlooked and become public. So really, you know, this is a good time as ever to kind of go in and check your um, settings. <laughs> if you apply, if you enter to win and you're like, hey, I want to, you know, if you go to your fro Facebook profile, folks, just go to look under like look for three dots in sort of the right handish corner uh, just below the cover photo. Click on it and you can say and it, can, it shows view as. And then you can see what your content, uh, what your content looks like in public mode. It'll be the first option immediately. And you can just scroll, scroll down. Um, and, um, um, you know, right now <laughs> I'm looking at my, my, my profile and it's, you know, I got my cover photo here that I took a photo of in Berkeley Springs, uh, a nice little profile picture from that tri a trip as well with my wife. Um, uh, sadly, I took a, I took a, well, not sadly, but funnily, I took a photo of my dog looking at who's auditioning for Cujo. <laughs> He's just like, I mean, I, I, fortunately these ones you can't comment on. So, um, you won't be, no one would be able to comment on until probably if you, we get scroll down all the way down to like, um, oh boy. Yeah. The first thing actually, no, I don't think they'd be able to comment on mine. I think. But you're not, I'm not 100. percent So, um, so um, yeah. Um, oh, I do have, <laughs> I do have like one post I decided to let become public. Chris, it was like, oh, it was a uh, uh, so conflicted. Support the Rams who relocated from St. Louis or the Patriots who I despise. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, already got some. Uh, uh, so yeah. Um, I mean, you may have to delete that. I mean, I'll tell you. <laughs> I mean. Ugh, and then my dad has a, he's not very Facebook savvy. <laughs> I have to go in a, um, wow, a lot of World Cup themed profile pictures here. This is, this will be, people would get like an interesting uh, expose to me, I guess. Um, so, yeah. Um, well, I'm hoping from the media side. Unless someone is crazy one way, like unless the winner is doing tweet after tweet about, hey, the vaccine's horrible, you know, don't get the vaccine. I don't think we need to do an expose on any of the winners. I mean, I think it's appropriate to mention, you know, I think what everyone wants to know, hey, is the winner young, old? Yeah, I think that's great to mention. I think it's great to mention which area of the state they're from, but hopefully no one today is doing a big expose on Abby about her life or anything, unless she wants to share it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, hopefully people are being cool about that. Um, yeah, it, again, you're right. I mean, let's keep our social, let's make sure we're trying to protect as much information as we have. I think that, yeah, definitely goes without saying. But I think next week, give the women a little bit of a heads up. You know what I mean? Because their life is going to change, even if it's somebody that's not on social media. I mean, you know, they're going to get calls. They're going to get everything. Give them an hour just to catch their breath. Because, like, I, I was joking with my wife. I'm like, you understand that for some reason we get drawn, 
life is going to change. You know what I mean? And uh, my wife was kind of rolling her eyes when I was showing her, you know, everyone that was posting on her page. And I'm sure she's getting calls. I mean, she got a call from our media person. Uh, she got a Facebook message from the Ohioan. I'm sure she's getting interview requests from a bunch of other people. I mean, give you an hour to catch your breath and say, all right, congratulations, you won. Take a couple of deep breaths. It's going to get crazy now. I, I think that'd be just fair for the winner. Yeah, I, I, and maybe as a heads up of some kind, you know, hey, you might want to clean up your your uh, clean up your um oh message your pro presence or something. <laughs> I would I would I would at least take the 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 amount of tension or excite. I don't need to be. Like built up excitement, like oh, I won! I don't need that joy. I need to like, I need to be like, need to have that moment, like an hour or two, and then I'd be like, okay, I'm I won. Time for the work, groundwork. Make sure I'm not found foundable on Facebook. I do. I mean, that's uh, I would appreciate that kind of heads up or notice. Maybe what? you know, like they put in, of course, an embargo saying if you announce this prematurely, we will, you will be, uh, you will be disqualified. Then, but uh, yeah. yeah. It, it, I, I mean, I think that would be so golden because even now, like with the Powerball, I don't think you have to reveal your name, right? I mean, don't they sit there and say, hey, it's a, you know, 30-something journalist from Columbus who won. I don't think you have to go out anymore for a press conference for that, do you? Um, yeah, it's, it's like I think people have often shown up to – check presentations or something like that where they will wear a mask or something. It depends on the state laws, I think, in some ways. But um, there are, I think, there's more leg room to keep your identity under wraps, I I would imagine. So um, So just think of it. Here in the media, like when the Powerball gets to 500 million or higher, generally speaking, we start to write stories about that. Well, hey there. Okay. Um, you know, yeah, our, our third in the booth is trying to say some stuff right now. But, um, you know, if it gets over $500 million, you know, you start to get, you know, stories and everything. But when they announce the winner, they just kind of say, hey, where they're from, what they do. But you don't hear the name. So very interesting stuff. One other note I wanted to make, and we'll move on to a couple other topics before we're done. Um, interesting. Uh, now, these are kids, so you know you you may not see them as much on social media, but we also had another winner. Um, we had, and let me make sure I get this name right. Uh, it was a Dayton area teen, uh, Joseph Costello from Inglewood. Uh, he won the other part of the contest. Uh, they're giving away five full ride scholarships to Ohio State universities, uh, any state school in Ohio. Obviously, you, you got to qualify. You got to be accepted. I mean, you can't sit there and say, I'm going to get all F's on my report card. I mean, you know, if you don't match up to qualifications, you're not going to college. But hey, if you get accepted to college, you get a full ride. And congratulations to Joseph Casella from Englewood. It's near Dayton. Now, now, Brandon, here's the thing that kind of surprises me. We haven't heard if Mike DeWine knew or not beforehand, if whoever won. But it sounds like he did know, because I don't know if you saw this, on at Mike DeWine, his personal Twitter account, um, he showed up at the house. 
What do you think about that? Oh, at whose house? At the winner of the college scholarships. Oh wow. Well, that would be a I that would make sense. I I think it would be it it's good PR for the governor. Um, you know, and um, at least relatively, I guess, depending on your views on the lottery. But you know, hey, you know, hey, look, we're helping this kid out go to college. You know, um, I mean, so yeah, I'm sure he knew the one. I mean, he's a governor. I mean, you know. He's able to know, and you know, it's not like he's going to drop hints on his Twitter who won. But you know, I'm thinking Inglewood. That's pretty close to Cedarville. I mean, not right next door, but it's within drivable distance of where he lives. So I'm wondering if he, he heard who won and said, "Hey, it's not too far away. How about if I show up with Fran?" I mean, there's a big family picture of the kid, his family, and Governor Dewine and his wife Fran Dewine as well. So I wonder if he found out that way. Uh, so do you think what seven thirty? You know they saw it on TV. They're like, "Whoa, we won!" And they got a knock on the door. And it's Governor Dewine and Fran Dewine. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be uh, like a shocker. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Now, Brandon, here's what I'm afraid of. Um, I think we have been supportive of Mike Dewine in the podcast. We've been supportive of Fran Dewine. But, you know, there have been instances where, you know, we've made jokes. Um, you know, we've had comedians on that made jokes. Uh, I asked a, <laughs> an interesting question of Dan Tierney one time. I'm wondering, I, hopefully, I, hopefully our names are not off the list. I mean, you know, from what we understand, you know, if you're vaccinated, your name's in the hopper. If you win, you win. But are they able to uh, exclude certain people? You know what I mean? I, I, you wonder, you, you want to make, you would like to think according to reports, you take them seriously, like everything's randomized. Um, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, you know, you, you, you love to talk about that, Mr. Jack Windsor, like, just like, what well, if he won? You know, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know if, uh, would, 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 um, they still be like, ah. You know, but the optics of it. Um, so, um, but, you know, I don't know. I, I like to think that, you know, it's all everything. Assuming if everyone apply, uh, who's entered, uh, regardless, you know, whether they're a journalist, whether they're, a, you know, a city official or something. I mean, it is kind of like, you know, I don't know how far. I'm curious. I think there's probably got to be some restrictions on like, well, if you're a state employee or you work in the governor's office, that'd be kind of a bit. A uh, bit of a bad angle. Um, well, let me reiterate. You know, hey, you know, we said this when we started this podcast. We call balls and strikes. I mean, we're not going to sit there and if if we like you, we're always going to say nice stuff about you. But look, we're supportive of you know we're pro um, you know being careful about COVID. We're saying mask up. We've talked about vaccination. So don't overlook us, Governor Dwight. <laughs> so. If our name comes up, we'll give you support. It'll be great. So, all right. Well, that's it for Maximilian for today. I don't know, Brandon. It's it's just exciting. I mean, uh, it sounds like it's got more vaccinations and everything. So, um, yeah. I mean, this could be a good thing for Ohio. And I heard Colorado is uh, stealing the idea. They're they're gonna have their own lottery where they get five people a million bucks too. 
Hey, New York's also offering like a scholarship as well, so for younger yeah. people. So who knows? I mean, it's it's like this is this is kind of like the you know for people who are bemoaning about t taxpayer usage. I mean, this is like uh, an example of well, you know, why you give states a little bit of a leeway and be their own democracy. It's just like they're all little laboratories of democracy. It's the it's the um, I don't know an example of states' rights in action. So. What can I say? Definitely. Hey, let's um, let me give you a couple of good pieces of advice, man. We might do a speed round. We've got a couple of topics, and we may just do a speed round with that. But uh, first of all, let me tell you about Chase Bank. Look, you know, for Abby who just got a million bucks last night, or anybody else who who's looking to invest their money, make a change. Um, you know. Chase Bank, we understand, may not work for everybody. I mean, you know, but it's worked for me. And, you know, my banking was in a rough spot. It's looking for some more consistency. Uh, Chase Bank worked with me. Um, and it's been great. Uh, it's helped me out a lot. It's great during COVID where you don't want to go into the bank. I have to go into the bank. Um, you know, some of these businesses are like, well, you got to come in to do business with us. Chase says, no. I mean, the online banking's worked for us and everything else. Um, we got a deal. If you go on our website or go on uh, any of the podcast providers that you check out the show at, um, click on the link, uh, set up an account, attach your uh, direct deposit to it, and Chase will drop in 225 bucks. So, in essence, you're getting paid for listening to the show. Uh, try Chase Bank out. Uh, we're excited about it, and uh, we want to get you guys excited about it as well. Um, also, too, uh, furniture. Hey, we're all looking for furniture from time to time. Um, Hey, in a COVID world or even non-COVID world, uh, shopping for furniture can take some time. You may not have that time. Um, if you click on our link for Ashley Home Store, which which we love, they they do great work. Uh, just click on that link; they will give you a, a discount right away. You can use that on your website. I think you can even print out and use that at the store. You can do your furniture shopping at home. Man, what a better way of saving time? You can measure, make sure it fits. Uh, I, I'll tell you, Brand. sometimes when I go furniture shopping, I might see something that I like, but it may not fit where I want it to fit. So what are you going to do? Are you going to take like all these measurements from your house so you can compare? No, you could go online, look at the couch. Is it you know six feet long? Where you can take out the tape measure, measure your wall. Is it going to fit? Is it going to look nice in the wall? I, online furniture shopping is a way of going. And uh, try Ashley Home Store. They'll even deliver for you. So a lot of good arrangements there. Uh, try Ashley Home Store. All right, uh, Brandon, we've got about 14 minutes. Let's try to get for these other topics. I don't think any of them really needs a ton of discussion. But there's a couple of the things that uh, did kind of sound interesting. Um, Columbus is getting some good attention. And, Brandon, both you and I are homeowners in Columbus. It's exciting. Um, Columbus is the best market. Um, they're selling houses quicker than any other place in the U.S., according to Zillow. Are you excited about that? Uh, I mean, kind of uh, depends on who, which side of the uh, of the of the debt transaction you're on. If you're a, a seller, it's a great time to sell homes, I suppose. And if you're a buyer, um, yeah, good luck. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's interesting. It was funny. Um, you know, Craig's off this week. Uh, he's on vacation. Uh, he's going to be coming back on Tuesday. But, Brandon, you were off this day. We were uh, talking about dispatch story. 
that kind of talks about what home buyers have to go for in Columbus. And Craig, living in a more rural area, was shocked. He's like, man, I can't believe you guys have to do this. But it's true. It's because, uh, I mean, Columbus, the houses sell quicker. I mean, man, the house that I'm, we bought was only in the market for two days. And honestly, we're in a decent area, but we're not in a great area of town. I mean, houses are selling quick. And, you know, now if if we sold this house and moved to, to a suburb, houses are going quick there too. So it doesn't make sense for us to move right now. But I, I got to tell you, Brent, it feels good because if we ever had to sell a house, maybe we're moving out of the area sometime in the future. It, it's a good feeling to know that you're at least in the house that's probably going to sell. I can't say that. I mean, I own a house in Canton that we got a runner in there, so we're getting some money out of it. But, you know, they say in Canton it takes months to sell a house sometimes. I feel good that I could sell my house quickly if I really feel the need to. Yeah, I think, um, um, you know, um, it's always a good option to have there, you know, or at the time, I mean, eventually things will probably equalize. But yeah, Columbus is growing. It's expected to add a, a million people by uh, 2050, I'm hearing, maybe. I think that's the tentative gear date. So, I mean, we're going to be, our population is going to grow. I mean, I people still think of Columbus as a uh, small city. And even it's the city proper is the 14th largest city in the in the country, I think, around or. The 14th, I think we're bigger than San Francisco proper. Our metro area, of course, comes in at 32nd around that. So we're a little bit small, but we're in the top 50. I mean, you know, and, you know, we were talking like uh, earlier this week or last week, but just, you know, about some of the needs we still have, you know, just public trans- transportation still a very big, big void in this community. And that still needs to be addressed. Um, and, not very confident of smart Columbus and how they're going to use, try to find ways to be innovative and try to fill in that gap. I still think we're beating around the bush. Let's figure out either we spend more money on buses and get more buses on the, on the road, or we actually take some time to invest in some light rail, maybe, Um, or, you know, maybe, maybe find a way to have that synergistically uh, happen when we decide to proceed with the hyperloop. Um, but yeah, that's it's um, that's just my my always take whenever we talk about housing and and uh, real estate at this point. And we got to take care of violence too. I mean, you know, violence sadly it's kind of like racism where you know it, it's bad, you hate it, but sometimes it's hard to completely stamp out. Sadly and unfortunately, uh, but you know, Columbus, we're, we're having some issues here with that. Um, over the weekend, we had. Uh, terrible shooting that where I think at least one died a um, kind of a little mini concert at Columbus Park and just you know it, it's sad and you know we got to take steps to doing that to make sure we're at, we're at a good spot so yeah but at least encouraging news hey I, I'm glad that in my town our houses are selling quicker it, it's nice to see a home owner <laughs> here a um, couple other things uh, Peloton, uh, they officially announced plans to open a factory in Toledo. Um, you know, there were some reports saying Columbus was being considered. Hey, I like the fact it's in Ohio, and I like the fact we're in a COVID time where, you know, factories are struggling in general, and right now 
building any type of huge building isn't a most popular thing during COVID. Hey, it's encouraging to see that Peloton is investing in the community. I'm hoping, though, because, you know, Peloton uh, just got out of a really bad PR situation about a uh, one of their bikes that, sadly, uh, a kid got killed in an accident there. Uh, hopefully, Peloton can clean up their image, uh, make better products. And, hey, good for Toledo and overall good for Ohio if we got another factory coming in. Yeah, just think, uh, you know, it's... I know Peloton's yeah, near and dear your heart, Chris, after that uh, interesting campaign, advertising yeah. campaign they did oh. with the... <laughs> so, uh, and then the, you loved... You probably loved actually more the, the one out the um, the tequila or vodka commercial that did yeah. a follow-up with getting the same actress. So, I know that one makes you go, like... Oh, marketing, uh, you know, gets you, uh, gets you like, yes, this is the, this is, this is great. But, um, um, yeah. Um, so it's fun that we get some sort of any, any kind of, uh, company coming to Ohio to, you know, that wants to create jobs and help people get employed and what hopefully lead to a better life. You know, always good news in some, in some capacities, not always, but in some capacity. I wonder if that's a concern. I, I used to write for a paper mastering, and there, you know, like any, any any city wants to bring in business and everything. Well, I, I wore like a weekly column, and I was critical of the city, and a bunch of people in the city got ticked off about it. But I said the only business they seem to attract is like strip clubs and casinos. Now, you know, Peloton's not a strip club or a casino, but I'm wondering if there's any hesitancy from Toledo saying, "All right, yay, we got a factory," but the factory's in a big PR crisis right now that hopefully they can last and hopefully they survive, you know? You, you got to be a little nervous if you're in Toledo and, and you see a company going for that coming with that. Yeah, no, um, all good points around there on that front, too. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens. Um, Larry Householder, uh, another story, um, you know, Long-time Ohio legislator, obviously a couple months ago, uh, you know, facing allegations. And, you know, I don't necessarily think he's been convicted yet, but they seem pretty legitimate uh, about um, bribes he allegedly took, uh, you know, from, what was it, First Energy? Um. Yeah. For, for, uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll say that it was a uh, bribery and... Um, Corruption charges or racketeering charges related to um, First Energy. I, I, maybe that's the more accurate way to say without getting into the weeds, probably. Right, and there's still, I, I, he hasn't gone to court necessarily. I mean, well, he was charged, so he was in court. I mean, I don't think they've had the trial yet, but obviously there's some serious allegations, and it, it's been weird because for the last couple months now. I know from our state house reporters, there's like weekly questions saying, "All right, wh- why is he still here?" You know, um, he wasn't. He's not the speaker of the house anymore. For a long time, uh, he was still kind of hanging out in the house. He still had a vote and everything. And now it looks like um, both parties are actually drafting uh, resolutions to expel him. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, I, I, I'm not too much in the weeds of Larry Householder. I, I, I guess the one thing I would say is 
we're in a strange time from state to national politics where it used to be if there was any example of allegation or impropriety, you know, you couldn't stay on. Now it's more like, hey, hang out here for a while, you know? And I'm not into, you know, expelling lawmakers or, you know, impeaching presidents every time they look at somebody the wrong way or something else like that. But then on the other hand, I think it takes a lot of legitimacy out of politics when somebody's accused of taking $61 million of bribes and they're still hanging around the state house for a couple of months. It, it, it just makes our, po- our political system seem very legitimate, in my opinion. Well, I mean, kind of disagreeing, but I think in some ways, like, you know, obviously this is probably more prevalent after um, the Trump administration years now where, People are now saying, "Hey, I don't have to, I don't have to take us, or even probably even after Clinton, even kind of the aftermath of the Clinton era." But you know, um, just kind of saying, "Look, I don't have to take take these charges lying down." You know, I'm just gonna, you know, have my say, my time, my day in court kind of situation. And um, um, you know, I'm, you know, I think if anyone, my thinking is, is more if you're someone elect official and you think these charges are um, you know, they, that's inaccurate or false or outright false. Like, you know, it's, you know, entirely just a misunderstanding. Fine. Then don't, don't resign in that sense. I mean, if your conscience is clear, you know, it's kind of, uh, you know, um, I think it's, you know, if one does resign, then that means that they are, they feel like that they have either, they found a sort of resolve that, uh, fit works for them. That being said though, I mean, you know, um, I, I think um, it's it's um, um, I you know as far as uh, resigning from a position you know like I say that's up to partly householder but it's also part up to his colleagues if his colleagues um, have no faith in in having him still part of the, this body of government then that's within their rights to if they can get a unanimous uh, majority consent or however the rules all stipulate. Um, then, you know, that's within their right too to say, you know, we, you know, we think this is, we're pretty confident in these uh, and, and the truth of these convictions. And so, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a bit of uh, as far as, you know, if it was like any, if I think the bottom line is like, I don't think there should be this expectation like, oh, if you're charged or, or accused of impropriety that you, you, you automatically should resign, even if these were, you know, ridiculous charges or whatnot it's it's um it does look bad but it's it's mostly like you know it really should come be be dependent on the uh, conscience of of a person of a lawmaker and um you know sometimes they they some people step away and back away for you know you know it's it's it does affect them their families and kind of it's very it's it's kind of a bit personal in that sense but you know, maybe they make they, they step down, but not because the allegations are true, but because the um, um, but because of the 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 uh, scrutiny is too much to bear, and I can understand that too. But otherwise, you know, totally will you know respect the decision to stay to not resign or to resign, but also respect the decision of whether the the body says, "Hey, you're on board." Nope, you're not on board. Hey, you you. This this is looks bad. You can't be speaker anymore. Also respect the decision. I mean, that's kind of the checks and balances of the day. I mean, 
if there's one lesson we need to learn from these last four years, or even from like the incident we had back in January, it's like a lot of, a lot of these, um, laws and a lot of our customs and a lot of our traditions are just that they're only as powerful as we make them to be. So, um, that's really, uh, my big takeaway for that. All right. Very good. Uh, we got a last, uh, topic that we can save for next week. Um, uh, we're talking about some BMV changes that are coming in June, but Hey, you know, Next week's June, so we give us something we can talk about Monday. Hey, before we go, um, my daughter has been kind of gibbering in the background, and I want to give her a chance. Hey, Ashley, you want to come over and say hi? Yeah. Well, come over here. That's just... uh, my eight-year-old Ashlyn. Uh, look in the camera. Uh, say hi, Mr. Brandon. Hi, Mr. <laughs> hi. His name's not Garen, it's Brandon. <laughs> All right. All right. You're not even on camera. You want to say hi? Look at the camera real quick. There you go. She's, there you go. So, All right. My daughter is making a appearance at the end of the podcast. Uh, she can't get to sleep. So, I don't know. Hopefully, she is not on every day. But, hey. Every once in a while is good. You did good. Oh. Thank you for being good, Ashton. We appreciate that. Oh. All right, Brad. Anybody else you want? Anything else you want to say before you take off for the day? Nah, I think we're good, Chris. <laughs> All right. Hey, we made the time I, I projected we're going to make, which is good. All right. Well, hey, um, thank thanks again for checking out the Highwind. Uh, check our oh, sponsors uh, really quickly. Um, we've got content coming over the weekend. It's a holiday weekend. Um, so you're going to have um, an episode on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And then we'll come back um, same day taping for episodes. Uh, we should have Craig back. It'll be Craig, me, and Brandon on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week. So um, have a great Memorial Day, Brandon. I think we talked about our plans uh, the other day. Um, and thanks for checking out the Highland. Uh, everyone have a great day. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope to learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.